Excellence Expected, the inspirational business advice podcast. Hey, 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 guys, welcome to Excellence Expected. Thank you so much for spending this 30 minutes with me and my fantastic guest today. Now, is your business ready for digital commerce? And actually, do you understand what digital commerce is? Is it the same as e-commerce? Is it wildly different from e-commerce? That is what we are going to define, challenge, and conquer today with my fantastic guest, someone who has really, really taken the bull by the horns in this arena and writes all over the place online, creates so much fantastic content, contributes to TED events, writes over at Small Business Trends, and is an expert in digital commerce, office tools, CRM, infrastructure, and of course, small business. So it gives me great, great pleasure to welcome to the show, Chai Verdilapale. How are you, Chai? Thank you, Mark. It's a pleasure being on your program today. I appreciate it, um, you know, involving me in the conversation. You are very welcome. Thanks so much for taking the time to do it. And just before we get to the issue at hand, because I think it really is a curious distinction we're going to make today. And just before we get to that, what is it that you do, Chai? What do you do for people? What's your business and what's your background? Uh, so I am the uh, uh, one of the co-founders and also chief marketing officer at Mela.com. And our platform uh, powers a native commerce portals. What we do is really provide is like a mini Amazon for your community. So you can aggregate product and services that can really cater to your um, uh, community and your brand. Uh, we also have is a mobile stores, which is uh, turnkey, very easy to use. Um, and it really focuses on lead generation as well as commerce, the digital commerce piece of it. So it's a holistic solution that we have built. And the third product that we have is uh, really the digital ready analyzer. It really helps a business to really look at how ready they are and they can pick and choose from what are the areas they need to focus on a monthly basis or a yearly basis and conquer and be ready for the, the digital world. That's what we do. So you understand digital. That's the thing that I'm taking from that. You have been in digital for a long time and you you get the entire digital approach. And what yes. kind of clients do you work with? What kind of customers do you work with? What are the, what's the typical kind of person that you help? So we work with enterprise companies. Uh, we work with publishers and we work with uh, small businesses. And also we work for organizations which are like econo local economic development boards who are really thinking about how do I help my community of businesses to tap into, um, you know, the 4.2 billion people who are shopping online. How can I get them in front of them? So we work with them too. So really a plethora of different type, but our really focus would be enterprise companies who care about small businesses. I love that. Enterprise companies who care about small businesses. That's a really nice line. And let's talk digital commerce then. What sure. is digital commerce? If you were to define it, how would you sum it up? So uh, digital commerce is also called as d-commerce. It's really an electronic, electronic commerce solution used by an organization that helps them to deliver and sell products and services online. 
Um, it is used by company to either sell products, services, news, subscription, document, or any kind of electronic content. When you are tagged as a digital commerce company, you can easily collect payments, handle customer refunds and billing, and managing all the other accounting function for the customers online. Um, in, in a very simple way, when you look at differentiation between e-commerce and digital commerce, the key word that you need to focus on engagement versus just transaction E-commerce really focuses on transaction only, whereas a digital commerce is really a solution to attract a local or a global customer who can engage with you, not just transact with you online. So engage means customers that, you know, the customer can recognize the company and its brand. They can transact online or offline, recommend you to others or come back for more to engage with you. And I guess that so many people that you start to work with, you know, let's think about the early days of a relationship with a, a potential client for you. I would imagine that a lot of people do things very similarly. So they perhaps have the same problems. They're perhaps making the same mistakes. What are some of the, the things that we all do wrong in small business or enterprise, enterprise level? What do we do wrong in this arena? I think it's the perception they have about commerce online Usually what I have personally seen is when we talk about commerce, there is a, they immediately they think about, oh, I'm not ready for commerce online. But what we are talking about is, let's say you're in a publisher and you want to distribute and sell news, whether online or offline, depending upon where you have to collect the subscription you have to events, you know, host events online and offline. You want to sell and share any digital content. So what it requires you is to have a mechanism to collect payments, handle those refunds, build a customer using digital tools. That is what a digital commerce looks like. If you are a retailer or a restaurant, you should be able to easily share your recipes, your coupons, your menus um, online so that customers can engage with you. Um, and then when you look at from a commerce perspective, you can sell gift cards, um, you know, special vouchers and gift card, you know, um, what do you call this, uh, coupons. You will be able to do all that thing in one particular one platform. Right now, what, what we are seeing in small businesses is there's a lot of fragmented solutions and small businesses are getting overwhelmed because now they have to learn technology. Second, they have to learn how to create content for online. That's a big learning curve. And third is marketing once you have the content or products ready to share. So there are three things that they have to learn. I think it's very overwhelming for them to really uh, transform their business uh, for digital commerce. That is, you're absolutely right about the overwhelming nature of certain things. I mean, when you, when you think about entering any kind of new channel, any kind of potential new revenue opportunity, you do very frequently have to manage so many different moving parts and yep. it becomes so challenging because that, that completely puts you off, doesn't it? You can stop yep. doing it just because it becomes so difficult. And what are some of the barriers that people do generally face? I'm, I'm thinking more specifically around, you gave a fantastic example of a restaurant. What are some of the, the challenges that the bricks and mortar kind of businesses face when they're, they're trying to become digital ready? Are they in a, a different position to people that are already trading online or is it, you know, do they share the same problems? 
Um, so the first, before I think uh, I talk about the barriers, I want to kind of talk about the potential of why you need to have a digital commerce. Once you have that, then I can talk about the challenges that the business face. The, the first reason why you need to be digitally you know, ready and you are able to do commerce online or able to do digital commerce. One is discovery because more and more consumers are, you know, have their mobile phones, they are searching, researching, and you want to be discovered when the customers are looking for stuff. So if you're not found, you basically have lost lost your opportunity. Now, discovery can happen in multiple ways. In the old, like, you know, let's say 10 years ago, the discovery was, oh, do you have a website and I can go to it? But right now, consumers are so smart and they're so um, uh, technology advanced and progressive. They are looking for product and services. They are not looking for websites. They're looking for, I have this problem. What is the product that can get me close to it? How can I get information about that product as quickly as possible? Right. So that's the first one that every business has to think about is, can I be discovered in a way the consumers are looking for me? Number two is the convenience. Can I provide the convenience for the customer so they don't really have to drive to my store? They can basically look at all the information about me and they can make the decision quickly so that there is a convenience factor for them to transact with them. And third is the conver- the third is the conversion. Can I convert the consumers from discovery to transaction? Through, actually, discovery to en- engagement, then to transact with me. Can I make it as seamless as possible so that they are able to take the action? And the last one is because more and more customers are you know online. Am I able to add or attract new customers on a consistent basis? Because every product that you put in, it will bring you a different set of customers. So let's make sure that we have as a channel or our distribution model for attracting new customers. When you look at those four reasons, Mark, now you look at a traditional uh, or a small business, you say, first, is my website really ready? If it's not, first, just get that right. Get that, you know, your business card, your digital business card, I call it as your website. That is really modern. It's looking good. And you keep that current. Then you slowly extend yourself saying, okay, do I have set up products that can attract the kind of customer? It can be one or five or 10 or 100, depending upon what your business is looking for. Can I create those products set? That is available for customers. So when they're looking for it, I can be discovered easily. And the third piece is now that they like what I do and what I offer, what you do is really make sure you provide them really a teaser offer for them to take, um, you know, get a taste of your product. And then you can do is upsell because now you have the email list. You can engage with them on a consistent basis. Those are kind of the steps. So barriers right now we are looking at is really um, how do I get discovered? How do I create content? How do I create products so I can get the right customers to buy from me? And the last one is the market. How do I do marketing online? Because with the outburst of social media, email, you know, traditional media, where do I spend my dollars and how do I think about marketing? Let's just pick that last point up, actually, because I think that's something that so many people really, really struggle with where do i spend my dollar is a really yeah. fantastic point and how do you guys define that how do you guys work with people to say well listen 
this is perhaps the channel for you or here's the mix of things that we think would really work for you. Is there a process to that? And, you know, is, is it something that, that varies person to person? Yes, uh, Mark. Um, the There is a process to the madness, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's very simple. What, what you're trying to do is, um, I would give you an example. I think it would help. Um, I First is, let's take a look at like Costco. Um, it's, it's a big, you know, wholesaler and, you know, you go there, you get some amazing products and they have really good product skews. Um, when you go in, you're not just picking the product because I want to buy there. What you're, you know, if you know your list, you go pick up your product, but they also do something unique is they, they tease you with the product. They give you an exploration of products that are there in Costco same thing you need to think about online when you are come when a customer is coming to your site first you need to really focus on am i really represented correctly is my brand represented correctly get that one right that means writing your profile image you know profile story of your business making sure that you have the right way for customer to engage with you if there's any questions they can engage with you the second thing is really focus on lead generation. It's really that invisible salesperson you want to have on your website. So you're giving them some kind of a freebies, you know, I would say is um, um, uh, a teaser products or something where they are actually interested. So really you're giving them how to use my product or some kind of a white paper that they can download for free, but they're giving something in exchange is the email address. That should be your focus, focus strategy. And once they have given your email address, you're focused on conversion. You're giving them is the right basic product that they can buy right away. And then you can do a sell. What I've seen um, in the small business world is they have a website and they expect the customers to buy a high ticket price right there without really building your email list, focusing on building your email list or, you know, where you can communicate with them and then giving them is teasing them with the right offers as you go through it. So doing the right segmentation, making sure you can engage with them on a consistent basis. And what another couple of things that we have seen is businesses are doing Facebook marketing or let's say email marketing without really knowing is what is my end goal that I need to do? Don't just do marketing. You need to do marketing with intention is list generation or commerce or, you know, conversion in the commerce. So we have built as a boot camp for businesses to go through entire planning to really building up, you know, setting up their systems. Third is building up the lead generation capabilities. So making sure that they know how to build leads or collect leads. And the fourth one is how do you convert them into, you know, customers in a very simple and easy way. So it's a very systematic process, but it's very simple. Um, and you just kind of feed the marketing, you know, engine and you know exactly why you're doing it. Let's pick up on engagement, actually, Chai, because I think that's a lot of people, uh, sorry, that's something that a lot of people hear, but they perhaps don't quite know how to tackle. They don't know how to make it tangible. They don't know how to integrate engagement mm -hmm. into their business. Mm -hmm. What are some of the examples that you can give of a, of a company that engages well with its customers? How can we demystify this word engagement? 
So uh, let's start with basic engagement. Let's say I have to um, build a relationship with you, Mark. You are my, let's say, a potential customer, right? So I want you to be our customer. What would be my first point of view? First is we would do is a way that we can add value to you. Let's say your challenge is around, um, you know, list building, for example. So what we would do is work with you and saying, let's help you build your list. And here are ways to do it. Here are ideas to do it. Here is how a customer has done it. And we would love you to kind of go through it. So first would be is why don't you just do is analyze your business using the six dot digital analyzer. Let's understand where my customer is before I can recommend what they should do. Second is providing them in relevant information for them to take, you know, to get better. Um, uh, what I have, um, you know, my mentors have told me is it takes like anywhere from seven to 21 impressions before a customer is going to even engage with you. So that seven to 21 steps or, you know, impressions, you need to provide them something really interesting. It can be either a giveaway. It can be a free stuff. It can be a recommendation. It can be just following them on their website. You have to show value for them first, right? Your customer. So you have to engage with them. And then you provide them is your offer, whatever your teaser offer is. So the customers can really taste it, really feel it, seize the value. And then you provide is your full offer of what you provide to your customers. So Mark, it depends upon every uh, customer, but you have to really understand is the engagement can be as simple as writing a blog post so they can easily get access to it. It can be as simple as uh, bringing them into a webinar so they can listen to what you have to offer. You can get them connected to an expert so that who can help them with that. Fourth is you are actually providing them templates and tools so that they can save time. Uh, you can do is as simple as donating to their cause that they believe in. Um, attending their event. So kind of engaging in multiple ways so they feel like you really appreciate them as customers or potential customers. I like the idea that engagement looks different for everyone because I, I believe, I honestly believe that so many people in small business feel overwhelmed by this. We're all really packed out trying to do what we're trying to do. And, you know, mm -hmm. we see these, I wouldn't say the buzzwords as such, but they're just extra things that we need to worry about. Like you mentioned earlier, yeah, Chai, yeah. you know, that there are other moving parts that we need to take a hold of. And yeah. what you said there about engagement could be as simple as a blog post. I think that really removes the barrier for a lot of people. I think it makes it accessible and it gives them a sense of positivity of forward motion. So that if, if they do do Absolutely. this, you know, it's just that first blog post, one a month, then it's twice a month and then once a week and suddenly they're periscoping, suddenly they've got, yep, yep. you know, it's amazing to see that develop. And when you actually work with people, Chai, when, when people come to you with these, um, let's say worries or their fears about the time that they need to spend doing this, how do you actually encourage them to get started? You know, do, do, you, do you give them a very specific plan? Do you tell them very specifically what to do or do they tend to find out themselves what fits for them? Um, so we start with, uh, Mark, with our six-dot digital analyzer. It's really organized in six core areas, starting from infrastructure to productivity of the business to discovery, um, commerce, marketing, 
uh, and communications with your customers. So it's kind of like six areas and it's broken down into 42 areas. So once they take, it's a self-assessment, it takes 15 minutes. Um, what it gives us is um, lens into how the business is looking holistically, right? Because it has all the levers that you need to know. Um, and once you do it, then we really focus on starting with building the right infrastructure before you go and start marketing to your customer. Um, we kind of start with saying, if you don't have your right, you know, I have seen customer, you know, small businesses still using XP computers and trying to do Facebook marketing. That is like just an extreme end because, you know, the, the systems don't work on XP and you cannot do a lot of things that you could do on Windows 8 and Windows 10 or maybe complementary products like Windows 8 and 10. So when you are using old and redundant systems and you're trying to do, um, you know, cutting edge marketing and uh, engagement with customers, it's going to be extremely challenging. So you need to kind of understand where the problem is. And once you identify, usually you say, okay, now if you have hundred dollars, here is what we would recommend you to spend. It may not be commerce. It may not be marketing. It may be as simple as getting an accountant to help you organize your finances. Or it can be as simple as, oh, you need is a CRM solution to start tracking all your customer list and engaging with the customers a little bit non-traditionally than what you would you know, people are recommending. So it kind of starts with that assessment, Mark. Everything is going to be very unique um, because every business is at a different uh, transformation level. But not knowing your blueprint where you are, I think it becomes very hard for them to say, okay, you all have to do Facebook marketing. I have seen where I've told someone, Facebook marketing is not the right one for you. You really need is email marketing. So really focus on email marketing. And I have seen businesses who are doing display marketing. I'm like, no, that's not the right one. You need to focus on Facebook marketing. That's what you really need. So it depends upon what you really are and where you are and Having that blueprint is, really gives us the window into how we want to work with our businesses. And then the boot camp that we have really offers them to really take on the right steps, the right systems, um, and really gets them to be ready in four weeks. It doesn't take like a whole year. Literally in four weeks, they are um, up and running. They have all the intelligence that they need, and we empower them to be more of um, empowered small business to, um, you know, to um, make an impact on uh, using all the digital tools. I like the idea of, of it's not a one size fits all. I see so many people saying, I need to do SEO. I need to do Facebook. And I love that you're saying that it's not always the same. You've got to find the channels that work for you and really think yep. through. So, so yep. important to do that. Absolutely. Chai, let's shift it a gear. Let's move it into the famous, soon to be famous, Excellence expected actionable takeaway section. So I know you've put together three actionable tips for people that maybe want to dig a little bit further into making sure their business is digital ready, digital commerce ready even. Let's yep. talk through each of those steps. So actionable tip number one, Chai, what do you have for folks out there? Um, I would, you know, call upon all the small businesses and also, you know, um, small to medium sized businesses to take um, digital ready assessment to understand the state of digital readiness. If you don't do this step first, 
it really will start to impact you. I know there are lots of assessments out there, but the reason why we want uh, the businesses to do is we worked with Microsoft uh, and Boston Consulting Research, to, and they did a research with 4,000 small businesses, and they found that the businesses who are digitally ready, it they are 11% more profitable. And number two, the cost to get them ready is literally was a $400 difference between a laggard versus a leader in digital, you know, ready, you know, digital ready business. So really take that assessment. It's been done by some of the most smartest people on the planet who have put together this analyzer. And it was really done in a very collaborative way to identify really the key areas of businesses that needs to be, um, you know, ready for you to be called as digital ready business. Uh, once you are there, then, you know, once you know where you are, then you can really start putting your dollars in the right place, your resources in the right place. Not having that, I personally feel is you are not doing a justice for your own company and for your own people and your customers because you are probably missing something, um, you know, something for the businesses to take the right steps. So this one would be our first thing. It's free. Please take that assessment. Get to know where your business stands today before you kind of get all your experts to come and help you what to fix. You wouldn't build a house without surveying the land first. I think that's absolutely, absolutely. So this is like a surveying tool. <laughs> Perfect. Love it. Yeah. And the second actionable tip, Jai, what do you have for us? Um, we are working with, um, Dell and um, it's uh, the initiative called is Entrepreneurs Unite. Uh, we are supporting um, United Nations goal number eight is to really creating the next um, billion jobs. Um, the reason why is what we have found is um, the if you have to create the the next billion jobs to support all our youth coming into the workforce, the segment that can really take on and create the jobs as the small businesses. So we are working with them closely and really would like you guys to pledge and make sure that, you know, we can really provide uh, policies that are favorable to small businesses and we are organizing ourselves as one team. Um, and what it does is by um, being part of this program, we can really uh, figure out solutions, whether it's access to new markets or access to talent, access to, you know, uh, funding or access to technology. Those are all things that are available and favorable for small businesses to create the new jobs. So really having you guys to really support that program and come together as one community to really help each other to be successful uh, as we go forward in the 21st century. Super, 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 super. And the third and final actionable tip, Chai? Um, we have is the boot camp for digital commerce. Uh, it's called as Accelerate. Um, and if you really are interested to make your business digitally ready as well as digital commerce ready, we would ref definitely recommend you to join our free series and start to look at, is that something that you want to invest in um, before you kind of jump 100%, kind of get the taste of what the bootcamp looks like. But it is really for businesses to really understand why I need to go and get my business commerce ready. And second is, what does it take 
for my business to support a digital commerce business? What does it take? Because people don't really understand. It's kind of like an example is, oh, I got this new operating system. I want to upgrade. Well, that's good. But do you really know what you're going, what, what would it take to sustain it and maintain it and really, you know, get the benefit of the new system? So you really want to understand before you jump in. If you're not clear, we would say don't do it. So I would really recommend you guys to kind of sign up and learn more about it um, before jumping 100% into becoming a digital commerce ready business. Super stuff. Check it out, guys. We'll put all of the links in the show notes as well. Don't forget, everything will be there for you. Chai, thank you so much. That has been a fantastic conversation. And just before we stick a pin in that, where is the best place for people to connect with you online, please? Um, you can go to Mela.com. That would be the place you can go and get us connect, you know, get connected with me. And my LinkedIn is another place where you can get connected with me directly. Super stuff. Check it out, guys. As I say, we will put all the links inside the show notes so that you've got really, really easy access to them. Chai, thank you so much for your time. It's been a real pleasure chatting to you. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. Super stuff. Check it out, guys. I'm going to put, as I said, everything over at excellence-expected.com. Now, here's something for you. Every Friday, 12 p.m. UK time, you can join me over on Periscope for the Small Business Lunch. It's a short 50-minute Periscope show where I define, challenge, and conquer something that crops up during my week, something that someone's asked me, something that I've really struggled with myself. And I'm going to be putting that, as I said, over on Periscope. Follow me at Mr. Asquith. Jump on hashtag small business lunch. And there are going to be replays available on Periscope for 24 hours after we've finished. And then I'll be popping them over at excellence-expected.com. Can't wait to see you there this Friday, guys. We've been having a blast so far. 12 p.m. UK. See you there. And don't forget, the more you expect from yourself, the more you will excel. Goodbye. Bye.